Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I'm like, you got to understand the the service has to be flawless from the first table to the last. There's no warm-up table. And then there's no, like, last table, like, phew, I got through it and you still have one. Like, that table is expecting the same greatness as any one of those tables in the middle. Mm -hmm. You know? Listen. (laughs) I don't care how beat up you are and who hurt you. (laughs) Okay? Because I will be watching you and listening to your 43-second spiel on the last table, and it better be flawless. Hi. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> On today's episode, we have part two of Help Wanted already in progress. We take a look at the challenges restaurants have in getting workers. And with our management perspective, we have Jason Raymond. But first, the intro. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs. Talk to me about this. Uh, what's, what's your gripe with me now? What's going on? Oh, man. This, what did you uh, do? What did you this do? Mother's Day show. Listen, man, you guys in your special occasions and like bashing <laughs> people for loving birthdays and coming in for Mother's Day, and you guys said, don't even come in. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Listen, they listen to me because we're busier now than on Mother's Day. Okay? it's I, I, God, I have so many things that I just want to... I'm not going to get upset. I promise myself we'll get upset. <laughs> but Remember I your anger, discuss anger management this, classes, okay? Yes, we now call this healthy conflict. All right. Okay, so that's where we're at. Lay it on me. Let me hear you out. All right. So, um, God, there was some, so I listened to the Mother's Day show on the way here for the second time just so I could get, could get most of this down. So you said, first of all, yeah, you're t- both of you guys. Okay. <laughs> what was said? Yeah. Yeah, you. Who hurt you? <laughs> well, that's what I felt like when I was listening to it. I was like, who hurt you guys? <laughs> we need to talk about this. Yeah. Yes, let's talk about it. All right. So, and I obviously we were hurt. Yeah. Something happened. <laughs> well, because you guys go back and forth too, and you're like, yeah, don't even come in. And then Danny's like, yeah, what are you doing? It's like going to be a complete shit show all day. <laughs> so, if you're for me, I always find it the biggest compliment if you come in for those days. Now, how the restaurant handles that business, that is a completely separate topic. Absolutely. Yeah, it should not be a complete mess of a day. So here's how we run our shifts on Mother's Day, which is the busiest day of the year for us. So okay, talk to me. On Mother's Day this year, we served 2,600 people between the two restaurants. Okay. So that's massive. Yes, and it was the most flawless victory 
we've ever had on Mother's Day, period. And usually it is, but this year, obviously, people really wanted to come out. So we filled in even the slower times that generally start like a 10 to 11 for brunch. And then we filled in the 8 to 9 o'clock, which really got us to those numbers. But so generally on days like that, I will adjust our turn times in open table to get as many people in as we can, but to a certain degree of reasonability. But what I do on a day like Mother's Day is I don't. So I leave that buffer in there because the last thing you want to do is have a mother come in and be upset on Mother's Day because that really is the Super Bowl of restaurants to me. Okay. So you do not want to be a part of hashtag Mother's Day 2021 disaster. So because they will never forget a holiday in which you screwed it up. So and I have learned that a long time no, ago. Right. Yeah. So we have that buffer. So no matter what, like and all the veteran servers there know this. And they were telling the new servers because the new servers are nervous. They're looking at the numbers. <laughs> so I saw during lineup, one of the girls leaned over and then I, and then told the girl and I heard it. And I was like, what did you just say? She said, you will never let this restaurant feel like it's out of control. So and that's how it was like. So every server had the perfect amount of tables. They're rotating through all day not long. you. Yeah, I, I'm but, for him but this yet. is what I'm saying. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. But and this all goes back to the culture of the restaurant and caring and not fighting for trying to scrape every dollar by You're First of all, it's such a it's such a trickle down effect of by doing that. You are stressing out the service staff. You're stressing out the kitchen. You're stressing out the managers. Then nobody's happy to be there. There's nothing better than me on that day, being able to sit back in the corner and just watching everything work and nobody's rushing around. The the line, yeah, I mean, the line works really hard, obviously, because they're putting out an enormous amount of food. Mm-hmm. But nobody is stressed. And the, the mo- machine works, and I like that. When places the machine works, and we're not saying our machines don't work, but on busy, let's say a stressful, more busier day, I think that's what we were getting out on the show where, listen, the machine working, it's like you have, you're driving a new car okay you're driving a sports car your 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 capability of driving on the highway and you know you're 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 able to cruise okay some restaurants are maybe not the sports car and you take them over 75 miles an hour they start to shimmy okay you take them to 95 miles an hour they start to pull and shake all right (laughs) now I hear what you're saying. It, it reminds me. Did you watch? Uh, uh, you're not into Marvel stuff, but uh, so I'll I talk to to Danny. Right? I am into Marvel you are? stuff. I love it. Uh, did you Did you see uh, what's this latest one? The the um with uh, Winter Soldier. Yes, about the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I did. When uh, Zemo was talking about spoiler alert, he was saying, "Hey, you take the super serum, and uh, it, it, you become a super soldier." you change as a person. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, oh, it didn't, it didn't corrupt Steve. And he's like, there's Steve never was, been another Steve Rogers, Rogers now exactly. has there. Yes. Right. You're, you're, I don't want to say you're a one-off because there are a lot of good restaurants that don't overbook on mother's day or listen, I've had conversations with guests and they say, Oh, it's crazy tonight. And I look at them and I say, I could only have four tables. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, how busy can it be? You know, mm-hmm. but there is, something that happens on a busy night when people stop functioning the way that they that they normally do and, and they normally do 
and and that actually actually that kind of happened on my mother's day and i had to bring people back to like you know this year it was my mother day was pretty smooth and i but i my kitchen started to go down and i had to go in there and you know the people running expo all freaking out and sending out stuff wrong like yeah or complaining about like little things like oh we don't do uh there's no substitutions blah 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 well i go you're out of, i remember at one point we were out of something and mm-hmm. i go and i didn't sub anything i go we didn't have a fish that they wanted so I, I offered to give them a different fish, but with the same setup as the fish that they wanted. I go, you guys have everything else but the fish. I go, and you don't have the fish, so don't scream at me for changing something that you don't have, okay? This is Mother's Day. She's going to get what she wants because you don't have it. <laughs> and they're like, and they kind of, they lost it for a second, and then they, then they calmed themselves down. I was like, he's kind of right, and I just walked out the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and the great thing is that you're actually on the ocean, so it would be great is that if you could point out to the the beach and see one of your chefs with an actual line yeah, of water right? and be like, look at what we're doing for you, mom. Exactly. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I don't know what kind of fish it's going to be, but it's going to be a fish. We're something fresh. <laughs> Holistically, I think that uh, people miss the point, you know. If it, I get on busier days, you may run out of things mm-hmm. or, or you, you want to make those money because you're in business to make money. Uh, so I don't vilify you. I get overbooking. I get it's, it's like airlines overbook because yeah. there's going to be a certain amount of uh, cancellations or attrition or whatever, what, what have you. But what they miss is you have to have, be able to have enough support staff. You have to be able to um, have enough stock. The, the wheels have to be greased and they just don't grease those wheels. You know, because you're not seeing the big picture. And I think that's the problem. The big picture from a day like Mother's Day is we serve more people that day than we serve the rest of the year. So the the effect of that is there's a lot of those people that are in those large parties that have never even seen our restaurant before. So you are showing out for everybody else in the restaurant, not just the mother or the father. Yeah, that that shows your place. So, yeah. yeah, And it's also the most reviewed day because that's the most reservations that come through on open table. Mm -hmm. So you have to think ahead like this could actually set up our entire year. And this year specifically, you have a pandemic going on and people that haven't even been out yet. And then this is the first time that they're out. Absolutely. So we're showing them a couple of things. If they've never been there, we're showing them who we are as a restaurant and how we can control a busy day and like how smooth it is. And that's what people, they walk in with that baggage of like, oh my God, it's gonna be a disaster, it's busy, it's Mother's Day. And then they leave with like, this is perfect. Like yeah. it was nice and easy, calm. And then, you know, so so like those things are really important to the business itself. It's just like, you have to see the big picture and not just think about that day. Correct. Now, I, when you asked who hurt you, <laughs> I've been screwed over on Mother's Day. You know, I, it, it, sections expanding, removing tables, you know, uh, putting more tables down the dock where where there are no tables before. What happens to the, that extra, mm, let me guess and say it's an extra 40 seats down there? Who's making that, who's clearing those tables? Who's making that, those, um, those drinks that you're stressing out your bar? You're 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 stressing out your dishwasher. You're stressing out the the kitchen, and those become choke points. So your best assets for for performing for pe- people who are coming to your restaurant for the first time 
the reason why they're coming to your restaurant, someone wants to show them a good time. Mm-hmm. Right. So one person's making this reservation cho- saying, hey, I'm vouching for this place. Yeah. And you're basically saying, I'm going to, you know, I'll gladly mess this up for dollars today and mess up your dollars long term. Because exactly. if you if you disappoint an eight top, there's eight people that are grumbling and eight permutations of people. It can become 80. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and first of all, on a day like that, if you're trying to book the a week out, you've already missed a spot. So you're not, first of all, you're walking in not eating at the time you want to eat at. So like all these things are becoming against the guests, which is even more the the reason why that experience has to be flawless because you're, you can't That's give them point. another reason to be upset. True. So they wanted to eat at 11 o'clock, but the only time they could eat was 2.30. <laughs> you know, like that's, and they say yes. You know, yeah. it's because, and it's because they, they want to eat at their favorite restaurant. So that's how you have to view it when they walk in the door. Mm-hmm. So and that's what I tell the crew and line up before a day like that. I'm like, you got to understand that the service has to be flawless from the first table to the last. There's no warm up table. And then there's no like last table, like, phew, I got through it and you still have one. Like that table is expecting the same greatness as any of one of those tables in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, not, listen, <laughs> I don't care how beat up you are and who hurt you. <laughs> okay, Because I will be watching you and listening to your 43 second spiel on the last table and it better be flawless. Uh, well, no, wait, wait. it's it's, so it's tough, man. It's tough. I'm telling you right now, it is tough. Well, you got to remember, it's never the guest's fault. It shouldn't be the guest's fault. You know what I mean? Well, not not at first. No. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you come to the table with good content and, and they give you good, you know, good energy back, I don't think you're ever going to have an issue as a server, you know, because you're, you're already riding off of that kind of energy, you know? I right. Mean, and like with anybody, people can rub you the wrong way off initial. That's just normal life. You know, there's always going to be that asshole or this or that you know that kind of just pushes your button the wrong mm-hmm. way and that could just throw you in the wrong loop off the rip and you got to kind of come back from that right <laughs> right you're you're trying to almost when you first meet somebody like mend a relationship that just started five seconds yeah. ago but but it's like mending something that happened traumatic in a relationship where you've been friends with somebody for like 20 years exactly. but you got to do it in five minutes somehow yeah. and bring them back <laughs> so and that's what we do we call it uh People come in with a certain amount of baggage before they walk in the mm-hmm. door. And all that baggage generally is all the past shit dining experiences they've had in the past. And then so our job in the first 10 minutes is to break down that barrier of like that we're different. Yeah. So and that's really important. So and our regulars that come in that have been with us hundreds of times or whatever, we have to get we have to somehow exceed that same expectation that they've had every time they walk to the door. Mm-hmm. But like to your point. Yeah, I mean. If you're if you're a business that's trying to scrape every dollar in, you're going to inevitably fail if you don't see the big picture of if you just do really well with the 800 instead of a thousand. Mm-hmm. Those 800 people will bring back way more, way more than that. Maybe than those extra 200. Yeah, those 40 extra seats that like you're way down at the end of the dock. You don't want to be there. I mean, you're, like you're it's not even like a seat. Exactly. Parking lot adjacent. Yeah, nobody wants to sweat in their food. I mean, that's just like it's. It's uncomfortable, like, and that person that's that's sitting there, that doesn't mean like they're a walk-in. That means that that could be somebody that's like a regular. They got stuck at that table. They wanted to show somebody a good time. And now they're like, they're apologizing to the rest of like, the table like, yeah, when they sit like, down. This isn't normally how it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's a terrible yeah. way to start. And, you know, but that is pervasive. But why is that on you as the server? I'm saying like that's not fair. That's not fair. To, we, that's somebody putting you in a in a really bad position. You never want your servers to go into survival mode. 
ever and and that's how i describe it it's going into survival mode uh, you you have to have a a thriving mentality you know when i'm when i'm at the table i i really want to assess and communicate and and enjoy each other's company you know that i, I tell people like hey i enjoyed your company you know thanks for coming you know mm-hmm. I, I i enjoy this this that, that's why you know i i love this business i I tell people all the time I don't particularly care for people, but but I love you know yeah I love what I do. It's an it's an odd place to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also understand that in a table like that, when they sit down and they're not happy, the the most scared person in that restaurant is not doesn't work there. It's the father sitting at the table at Mother's Day. That is the guy that's the most scared because he's like, oh my god, what just happened? It's Mother's Day. I'm supposed to be taking care of my wife, my mother, and you guys just put me in this situation, and now I hate you all. All right. So, and you can see the fear on their eyes. They're like, "What's What's next besides the Mother's Day?" Oh, oh, or, or tell me you other more. <laughs> no, I mean, something else. no, I did. <laughs> Do you go out to like? Okay, let's say I'm. I'm. No. I don't want to say terrified. Generally, we've talked about this before. I prefer if I'm going to go out to to dinner. I'm, I want to go. I don't want to. I'm. I'm scared to go about going on a Friday and Saturday night. Oh yeah. You know. You don't go on amateur night. But we also work in this business. We know how hectic those days are. So and, it's, and, it's, and let's talk about that. Like, hectic. Why? Why is the, you know, the, I think about the why. Where, when you're waiting for a table, where are you going to wait? You know, if there's no room at the bar, you can't sit at the bar. Um, where are you going to collectively kind of gather? Gather. Yeah. To wait for your table, how long? You know, it's it's natural to to, to wait. That's that's yeah. that's just. What, and then when you sit down, how long are you gonna have to wait for your server? Mm-hmm. How long are you gonna have to wait for your drinks? How long are you gonna have to wait for your food? And I would rather wait for my food. I get scared when my food comes too quickly. True. You know, were you just pre-cooking it and sandbagging it and you know what I mean so you're a conscientious person and you think of the whole thing but when a restaurant goes into survival mode you're not giving people the best you yeah. know now I don't I haven't been out on a Friday or a Saturday if I haven't been on a vacation for I can't even tell you when the last time and yeah I, I agree I'm just I don't like those crowds I don't again it's not saying that you know our restaurants I'm confident if I walked into our restaurant on Friday and Saturday that you would not have that experience. And, I'm not- and you don't want to give off the bad experience, but we also, I think from being in the game, we know what happens on those days. I think, I think that's why we avoid them overall because it is that busy. We don't want to be maybe that one to 5% that, you know, gets caught in, in, you know, in the crossfire. Is no, really right. breaks out. Cause 90, you want to 99 to 95% of, 90, 95 to 99% of the time be, what they want to see every time. Okay. Right. But we already know there's that one to 5%. This it's, you're going to get lost in the middle. Yeah. You get caught, you know what I mean? And, and that's what happens. Yes. And we just don't want to never be a part of that. I think in our mind, like, yo, we don't want to be that table that gets stuck with this or that. And I think that's why we don't go out. Yeah. Well, it's confidence to me. Like, do I have the confidence in this place to go out on a Friday and Saturday and sit down and have a great, a great experience. And some restaurants, like one of my favorite ones, I only sit at the bar mm-hmm. because I have that person's attention right in front of right me. Right in front of you, yeah. And it's a it's one of the only restaurants where I'll go where the food is good, but the service sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, like generally, if the service isn't good, I'll never go back. But yeah. this place, the food is good enough. But only if you <laughs> sit at the bar 
and have that service experience because if I need something, they're right, they're right there. there. Mm. Yeah. So and like so that's important to me. But yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like crowds, anyways. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, like you said, for our restaurant, we also have like if you if you reserve an open table, we have instructions on like what what to do. Like if you whether it's a patio reservation, how to dress to make sure like we have all these things lined out. Now whether everybody reads it or not, it's still, it's still communication, yeah, which I think you know communication. <laughs> I think is a. That's something we can definitely talk about because, like, that's the oh, key huge. to this. That's, that, the, that's key the key to key this to whole business. Yeah, that's really you're, you're what it down to, to um, reserve the patio. Or? Um, well, so and this is and this is where we kind of go above and beyond, and, and it has morphed into something more. So, never before this pandemic have we ever been able to, um, like, just you as a guest ever been able to reserve the patio. Okay. So, but now because seventy five percent of our reservations want to go in the patio because of what's happening, and still to this day is still happening. When it was colder outside, um, what we would do is we would call you the day before, let you know what the weather's going to be, and then ask you if you still want to be on the patio because we would either assign you for sure outside or assign you inside. So two reasons for that. First of all, yeah, I mean, we don't want you to get there. It's freezing outside, even though, yes, you're thinking in your head it's the guest. They should know what the temperature is outside. They should, you know, they're adults, whatever. In the end, we take that on as our responsibility. So, And we cannot reserve two places for you in the restaurant because now you're taking up valuable space. Mm -hmm. So the day before, we want you to know that. So then when we assign you outside, that's the other reason. Now we can, for the first time, have more reservations inside that are booking because we were able to put you outside. Gotcha. So and that was the cold weather. Now it's funny because it's shifting hot. In Atlanta this week, it's record heat. It's in the mid-90s every day, which is not usual for this time of year. But So now we're calling people the day before and asking them if they want to be on the patio because it's going to be really hot and are mm-hmm. you aware? So now we're like heading that off. Mm-hmm. And, it, and all of this stuff is about communication. It's about heading it off for when they, open, when they come in Absolutely. the door and they have that conversation with you at the door, you don't want to be stuck and where you can't answer. They're mm-hmm. like, well, why aren't we outside? Or like, it's too hot outside. We want to be inside. Well, we don't have a table for you inside because we're full. So avoiding that whole conversation while being considerate enough to actually call these people the day before, that's just, again, it's, I don't want to be in a situation. That is one of my biggest pet peeves in life. Pet peeves, fears is being asked a question that I don't have an answer to that makes any sense. Yeah, And people... They know when you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. So your answer better be well thought out and quick because some people will sink their claws into you immediately when you do not have the right answer. Mm. And well. one of the things I do as a server, like I, I communicate. I, try, I feel like I communicate very well, very well to my tables. And I'll even remind them like, hey, I just told you, okay, <laughs> that I don't like X, Y, Z like two seconds ago, okay? And I'll, and I'll make it funny just like that and the guests will <laughs> laugh and they'll be like, yeah, he's right. Or the person next to me like, he did just tell you that. Okay, like <laughs> right, exactly, right. No, yeah, and, and I uh, part of Mother's the Mother's Day uh, show. You we're talking about communication, and every step of the way, if you're communicating to the guest and making them feel like you, that in the end, that's what it does. It makes them feel like you care about their experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like we have certain things in place that we do during the experience. Uh, if we're late on your reservation time, if 15 minutes, the manager goes up to you and tells you like what's going on and communicates mm-hmm. with you. And before that, the hostess is always communicating with you on what's going on. When we had 20 minutes, that means that you're going to have a drink in your hand while you're waiting. Yeah. Um, 25 minutes comes. That means that when you sit down, we're going to have appetizers. We have these three appetizers we send to the table. We have waiting for you at the table. Server comes up and thanks you for being patient, even though they weren't a part of the process. 
So now what it does is it shows the guests that every facet of this restaurant cares about you, even though they're not related in that moment. Mm. And that's just like a simple like, wow, everybody here really cares about yeah. me. And it's the same thing with something as simple as filling people's water. Yeah. Like it's not the the essay's responsibility or your server's responsibility. There's been if if every if somebody comes up and drops your food that's not your server and then starts filling all your waters, it shows that we have this continuity in the restaurant where everybody cares. Yes. I used to walk by tables and pick up things that weren't there. I just used to walk by, pretend like I was picking something up, put it in my pocket, and then just walk away. And it would just show the guests that I am caring about their table. We used to just call it the ghost pickup. So hilarious. But, but that just shows the guests like, wow, the managers came by and yeah. you saw something on the table and picked it up. That's, That's next I level. picked up absolutely nothing. <laughs> but the thing is, so all of these things, they take all they take is somebody to give a shit enough to do it and yeah. to care. Mm-hmm. It's all about caring. So but you have to have an entire fleet of people that care, which again goes all the way back to the hiring process of hiring that person. So and that is a culture that has been set long ago. And it's not like you can't curb the culture at some point to be this. But if you don't start off like that, to curb it is going to be difficult. But it can be done. Yeah. But it starts with the hiring process. Like, that's where it all begins. Everything. Let's talk about hygiene theater. Hygiene theater. Talk to me. What, what is that? So, um, it, you know, part of it was one of the reasons why we decided to take the, our gloves off, so to speak. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, exactly. That was a good one. I've only said that 1000 times now. Um, but yeah, so the gloves is a very inconvenient part of what we were doing. We were probably the last people in the country to still use gloves all the time. Servers, bartenders, everybody makes the job difficult. Um, but a couple of reasons. I mean, money wasn't a big thing, but gloves went from $20 a case pre pandemic to $230 a case as of last week. Wait, wait, wait. A case of gloves. Case of gloves. You heard it correct. So it went from $20 a case to now $240 a case. Demand, baby. Damn. So we were spending... The glove business. We were, yeah. You, you, well, you talked to Boyan when he was here? Just about the demand of like what's going in and out? Yeah, I, I believe it. I no, believe it's, yeah, there's like everybody's raising prices. It's bonkers. It's coming from the people that are bringing it to you to all across the board, yeah. Yeah, and a supply line thing. We can talk about that yeah, too because that's bananas. Yeah. Um, but the glove thing, yeah. We... So... Pre-pandemic, $20 a case. Uh, post-pandemic, when we first came back, it was $120 a case. And then it's just been going up since. So as of last week, it was 230 225 We're in the wrong business. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was costing us $2,500 a month per restaurant for gloves alone. But that wasn't the, that wasn't the reason why we got rid of them. Um, it's First of all, when you have gloves on, we call it hygiene theater because nobody is washing their hands like they should be washing their hands if they didn't have gloves on. So mm-hmm. it's actually less safe yeah. because I've – and I, you know, we're also not perfect. But after a while, when a server has to change their gloves 80 times, it slows down service immensely. Mm-hmm. So they were getting better at things like – as in better as in uh, more devious sometimes. I'd walk around the corner and I'd see a server like sanitizing their gloves instead of their actual hands. Mm-hmm. And then so they'd rub the sanitizer on their gloves because they're like, I'm not changing my gloves for the 80th time today. <laughs> like, I don't have time for this. Or like you said, like opening a bottle of wine. Like some of these uh, girls that work for us, yeah, we had like small gloves, mm-hmm. but it, their hands were still drowning in yeah. the gloves. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to open a bottle of wine that way. So, um, but the CDC never really recommended to have gloves on unless you're touching ready-to-eat foods. Yeah. So we were never doing that. Um, so we just did it as like an extra step, 
But in the end, it's not preventing anything, which is why it's called hygiene theater. Gotcha. You know, it's it's not preventing the spread of the virus. No. They've also concluded, obviously, a long time ago that the virus does not spread on surfaces like they said. So that was all a bunch of crap anyway. Yeah. So, um, but like the sanitizer on the tables, like we're, we were putting sanitizer down. There, There's only one sanitizer out there that actually kills the COVID uh, vaccine, and it's, it's from a company called Ecolab. We weren't using that. We were using regular sanitizer, and then I, I think I know the exact sanitizer you're talking about too. I know the EcoLab one. Yeah, and it's and it, and that's great. But again, it, like the contact surfaces were not in a. It, it doesn't spread that way. That's yeah. not how it spreads. So we were going to every table, sanitizing the table, letting it sit for thirty seconds, and then coming back with like soapy water in another spray bottle and spraying it on top, and then wiping it off, mm. and then wiping all the chairs off and wiping all the seats off. That process took a long time. Mm -hmm. People really appreciated what we were doing. But in the end, the sanitizer actually took the finish off of every one of our tables. Mm. So, like, again, that's the hygiene theater of it. We didn't need to do any of that, but we just did it because we were, yeah, and we were going above and beyond. Mm -hmm. And we needed to show people that. And we put ourselves in this position where we are the safe place to go. Yeah. So we were worried about it because Mother's Day weekend is when I uh, brought everybody to line up in both restaurants and I told them to take their gloves off and throw them up in the air like they were graduating from high school because we finally get to take them off. And you know how many people said something about our gloves being off for the weekend we served like 3,000 people? Zero. None. Not one person said anything. Not one person cared. Not one person said you know, hey, can you wear gloves? And because I said, if your if your table requests for you to wear gloves, we'll wear them. That's yeah. totally fine. But that's for your table. If you want to wear gloves yourself because you feel more safe, you can. That's totally fine. Um, so yeah, that's all part of the hygiene theater. We're just, you know, we have the plexiglass barriers in between each bar seat. Still, mm-hmm. um, we have plexiglass. Uh, barriers in the dining room but like outside all of our tables are back to normal like we're not because you're outside yeah you know like again the cdc recommendation is three and a half feet now not six feet so we we haven't brought that back inside but outside we feel like it's time and then you know now now it's the mask thing and so it's uh we're all wearing masks even though a lot of restaurants in georgia right now are not they decided to take them off which i still think it's too early to rip that band-aid off yeah i don't think that's right i think people are still scared we are catering to the person that is the most scared coming to the restaurant yeah so if somebody comes in and they have like and there's people that i know regulars that i know really well they'll say oh when are you taking the mask off with with the the intention is not good when they're saying that to me i was like what is it the good thing is it doesn't affect you at all so it doesn't so it doesn't matter exactly (laughs) Exactly. so what do you care like you know you know oh we just miss your face i was like okay well just go find me on facebook okay (laughs) picture of my dome right there but uh but yeah that's part of it too my face yeah (laughs) but i've gotten so used to the mask now i mean uh, it's but some people take their mask on if you're like oh can you put that back on I get the, it's it's so weird. I've had like new people that I haven't seen their face, and you just uh, you just end up like projecting onto them what what their ma- what their face looks like, and they take it off. He's like, whoa, like, yeah, yeah, whoa, you look like venom from like, the like, nose yeah, down. Like up, yeah, up, and you're like, oh, they look good, yo. You're expecting, yeah. and they're like, ooh, yeah, I get that. You're like, ooh, just, just put that back. You crush me. <laughs> My favorite, like I've had people go, you look like if like you know people like if I'm going out, like oh you look exactly how I thought you looked with your mask off. They're like, 
Well, what did you guys expect? <laughs> <laughs> like a train wreck. Right? <laughs> I had a busser after, you know, weeks of working with him. I had sat down at a table to eat something real quick and he's like, Hey Marlon, I saw you with your mask off. I, I didn't expect you to you know. I never seen you. I was like, Well what do you think I looked like? <laughs> but it's hard to quantify because I think it's just the fact that you you know, you didn't know what the person looked yeah, you, like. Yeah, you you were you were from a ninja to, to the other. Right, right, exactly. Um but yeah, man, this this whole year it's just uh, I did a post today on Facebook. Just a memory came up from a year ago where we did this like real short video just of when we reopened our doors for the first time, May twenty third. <laughs> nice. What is that? What is that? Liquor? <laughs> what's, what's in He's that? still in the shift drink mode. Did, I was gonna say, did you did you pee in that before you forgot? <laughs> No, they made this swirling noise. I've I've been so careful to, to uh, not make a noise. And I was sorry, like, Danny's going to yell at me. It's okay. We talked about it. We'll be fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's been a hell of a year. You know, I did that Facebook post today. Just It just came up on my memories from a year ago and how fast a year has gone by. But just where we've come, I don't think we'll fully understand for the until the next couple of years go by and we're like completely out of it where we can look back and kind of see like, you know, how we made it, why some, oh, yeah. some of the people made it, why some of the people didn't. And it's not going to be for reasons that you think. And in the end, it really, it comes down to people. And yeah. that's, and that's what it's all about. You know, it's, uh, it's how people were treated, whether you're the guests, whether you're the, the staff, it's, you yeah, know, and that's what people are going to remember, mm-hmm. you know? So. Definitely, man. Thank you so much for, uh, for giving us your time. Once again, I love, uh, I love our little conversations and things like that. We're going to, you have time to grab some food or absolutely are you, are you, are you heading back? Yeah. And I want to say something about you guys too. So uh, I have a lot of respect for people that, uh, start off small and then as they progress, they start perfecting their craft. And I feel like you guys have, have really, you've done a great job at just the, the relentless nature you guys have to make every show better. That's uh yeah, and I hope I'm pretty sure all your listeners out there also appreciate that because you guys bring it every week, and it's always something new. It's always something better, you know. And that's a that's a lot of respect for that. So I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a tough road. Yeah, you know, we're 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 pretty uh, maybe I'm I'm hard on Danny. Ah, it's all (laughs) you know, uh, but that's what makes you better. It's appreciating that process, you know. And then again, like you look back and you're like, you listen to your first shows. Like I remember listening to one of your first shows and you could only hear on the right side, you know? And I was like, what is going on? I think I texted you too. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. And you know, and again, it's never happened again since then. And you'll have new issues that come up, but, but you guys just content wise and, uh, and just the, the quality of the podcast is just every week. It just gets better. Thank you. So, yeah, man, I appreciate it. We, uh, we're grateful. We and when people communicate with us, and that 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 gives us wings, you know. Yeah, it gives us content. Um, it gives us, you know, it gives lets us know where we're lacking at, and that's what we want. We want to hear what what we could do better, or what what angle we can go to kind of touch on things that people want to hear about, and that's really what we're here for. Yeah, and we're still we're we're still finding the way, you know. Um, we we're coming out with a, a second uh, episode coming a second, up. Yeah, a little, a, little, a little bit of different kind of podcast. You know, this is 
this is our baby, and we're we're expanding into a yes to a funnier, different. Not, I don't even want to call it funnier. It, a, a different aspect of our of what we're talking about. It's it's off the cuff. It's going to be on location. It's going to be Danny and I talking about our shift. You know, it's called shift drinks. No, shift that's drinks cool. right yeah. after that's cool. right after yeah. work. And, um, you know, we, we recorded one yesterday, and it, it's going to remind you of our first episode because uh, it's solving problems about being in an environment and we're at and a it's restaurant. Give us, it's, yeah, it's giving us a whole new kind of dynamic, so we have to learn from that, you know, the, the ambient sounds. Because we want the ambient sounds there, but at the same time, we want to be able to make sure that we're still doing great quality product for everybody to hear. Right. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's I mean, a whole new perspective, too. Yeah. Because you know how, you know, when you, I mean, that's a perfect name for it, Shift Drinks, because... That's when all the drama talk goes down. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's so I I still I'm weirded out by where I work because I work with all males, you know? And that energy has no no buffer, you know? It's it's a it's a it's a wave just coming into the shore, you know, unimpeded by any barriers or or islands or anything like that. And male energy is super um, uh, odd, but it also dissipates right away. You know, like you have guys that would scream at each other, but they don't mean anything. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just amped up. It's and not personal. Moment, yeah. It's in the moment. Yeah. It's, it's heated at the end. Yeah, bro, hug. It's over. Yeah, it, it, it's so wild, and it struck me odd because you know we had you know male and female servers before and mm-hmm. you know you kind of tiptoe a little bit differently but dudes don't tiptoe around other dudes at all <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's just like you call them out you call them names you know you 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 punch them not really punch them but you you're physical with them yeah which i don't care for no but, man, that's, um, that's gotta end when you're like 18 come on it doesn't end it's, uh, nobody's, I mean, it's not We shouldn't be giving but... noogies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Come on, man. Yeah, so thanks thanks again. If you are in Atlanta, check out my man. He's going to show you a good time at uh, Seed Kitchen or Stem Wine Bar or Drift Oyster Bar for a great experience. And uh, thank you to the listeners. Again, you, you do help us grow. If you do enjoy our show, uh Pass it on to a friend. Tell them you listened to the Modern Waiter podcast, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm active on Instagram. If you want to reach out to me um, at the Modern Waiter podcast, or if you want to email me, people do. I respond all the time. I'm the Modern Waiter at gmail.com. So once again, you'll hear from us next week. We do this each and every week for you. Oh, wait, wait. You got to tell them about you know, our, our network. Yes, yes, yes. We are very proud to be a part of the One Star Podcast Network. That is your one-stop shop for your restaurant-related podcasts. Yes. We got it. We got the copper and the heat. Yes. We got <laughs> Confessions of a Server. Sideword Podcast. Sideword Podcast. <laughs> we were just, uh, we just in had those mouth. ladies. In your mouth. <laughs> My man, in your mouth. And the Macaroni Zone. Yes. And fun fact, each day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the weekday. The weekdays. We drop a podcast yeah. from... Uh, from that network mm-hmm. and uh we're a band of pirates finding our way and it's uh it's it's pretty cool we kind of support each other and um you know i listen to as many as i can but i try not to listen because you, you gotta know, keep yourself fresh for your you own, gotta your keep own yourself show. fresh for your own show yeah, it's almost like it's almost like music like when you get a you get a good artist they'll tell you, you know they listen to music like when in between but then when they go into studio mode you just you can't hear anything but yourself for a while so you got to kind of just 
find your voice. Yeah, find your voice, and and but it's it's cool because uh, you you want to be educated, but you don't want to be influenced. If Absolutely. that makes yeah, if, that makes, if that makes yeah. sense, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, thank you so much, and uh, thank you for everybody that reaches out. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I'm Marlon <laughs> Wade, Marlon Joseph, the Marlon Waiter. Thank you so much. I'm David uh, Billis. Subscribe, 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 people. We'll see you next time. Yeah, Jason. Thank you. Later. Ah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you came.